It's time for tea time. Yo, 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 what it do, what it do, what it do Welcome yeah, yeah. to another episode on Tea Time Podcast Where you talk topics with tea And as always, it's Thursday, so I got my boy in here with me Your boy Robin, aka AD, but you also know me as Deli Yes sir, how you doing brother? Man, I'm good man, you know, it's like it's been a long week though, you know what I mean? Right, and it's crazy because we just had met up not too long ago the other day And it still felt like it's It seemed it's, like yesterday I know, um I know yesterday really dragged for me, man. I woke up with a massive headache. Yeah. Uh, migraine, damn near. Maybe Couldn't it was that be... hookah from the night before. No, 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 no. I think it just came from a, working so much, staring at these screens and stuff like that. That's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking it came from. But Hey, man, that, that, that really does make a difference. You know what I mean? And what you should do is they got the little thing you could buy for a couple of dollars over at the store to give it a, um, a tent. It just snaps onto the top of the computer screen. And that's what a lot of people do sitting in offices, man, because they get headaches because of Hell looking yeah. at that screen. I'm talking about... Look into that, man, for I real. I could barely even... I mean, I didn't even want to look at a TV. Right. Like, it was bad. It was bad. And you wear glasses. Yeah. What? Really? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I say that because, like, I be feeling that way at night, because at night I always lay in bed looking at my iPad before I go to bed. And... I be getting these headaches sometimes, and my eyes be hurting. I know I need glasses. Like, I got reading glasses that I wear. Right. So if I wear the glasses while I'm reading, the screen or whatever, I'm cool. But most of the time, I don't. So I be getting a little headaches and stuff. So I'm going to say, plus, you wear glasses, so it's not your eyes. You know what I'm saying? It's got to be the screen. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm glad I feel better, though. I still managed to make it to the gym last night. And this morning, you know what I mean? I, I stay dedicated and everything, but, yeah, I don't know what What gym do you frequent? Um, experience oh, okay yeah so always a great day to experience fitness right so, right right most definitely yeah so yeah that's what that's that's where i'm at right now it's a couple other spots though i want to hit um metroflex most definitely for some reason i really want to get there um that's a uh, real open like gym yeah uh, got a little bit more isolated equipment that you can use you know what i mean right i'm still gonna give it some time because i ain't, i'm not completely where i want to be but when i get close to there I know I'm going to um, want to probably step up in there and, and give it a shot. Man, I used to go, uh, I think I told you before, man, I used to go to the Princeton Club. And you talking about getting it in. What I liked about them, they was 24 hours, and they had some everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, we'll go in there and just get it in, me and the boys. We'll go about 11 o'clock at night and just get it in. Man, we need to uh, we need to link for a nice good session again. Yeah, most definitely, right. man. It's just something about having somebody there with you. That's a that supporting the gym means something. You know what I mean? You right. feel like you can you can push yourself a little bit harder. Um, you can do a little bit more. You can go up on your weight a little bit more. You know what I mean? It's it's a lot of stuff that comes with the support, and it don't make the time seem so long. You right. know what I mean? Before you know it, you and somebody could be in the gym two hours. It would seem like y'all only been in there about an hour. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, we, we definitely got to link up in there. I know I got a, a early morning back session, a 5.30 in the morning back session I got to get with my guy on. So, mm. that should be interesting. I ain't Wait. never did back early in the morning like that. So well, I'm going to tell you something, man. Like, I think another thing, another thing that made this week kind of drag, and I know it's kind of the opposite effect. The weather was pretty good this week. I was in the mode of what the weather has been. And I don't mind fall weather. I really like fall weather. Yeah, it's, it's nice. You know what I mean? Because uh-huh. to me, fall weather is kind of chill weather. You know what I'm saying? So you moving and grooving, you almost feel more accomplished doing something in the fall. Because you know it's easy to do in the summertime. You out and about, man, let me go ahead and do this, that other, man. But, right. And you don't want to be in the house in the summer, so you, right. you don't mind in no way. Right. But with the weather being what it is now, it's almost like, man, you know what I'm saying? So I think it's really... Messing with my body just as far as how everything going, man. My back been killing me, so I went and seen a chiropractor today, man. So I'm feeling good right now. That's all right. That's how it works. You went today? Yeah, I went today, man. My um, my manager, shout out to Fo One. He actually uh, hurt his back. Um, working out in the gym, and um, he actually uh, he had went to a chiropractor, and the chiropractor told him he wanted to come see him. I think twice a week or three times a week, something like that. He wanted to come see him. But he he's debating on if he want to go do it just off the strength of 
he don't see the reason for having to come so many times a week or whatever. I'm like, dude, you slipped the disc in the bottom back there. You got to get yourself together. I've been going to the chiropractor since right before the COVID hit. And I went during the COVID. And I was going three times a week. And the thing about people got to understand about chiropractors, man, it's not going to be an instant, you know, sensation that you feel. It's a, it's a process. And I'm going to tell you something. From where I feel now to when I started, so I didn't graduate, so now I go once every two weeks. Okay. And I was going three times a week, but my body didn't really improved. You know what I'm saying? So I do that, man, and, um, you know, it, re it really helps. Like, it's stuff that you do there that you wouldn't be able to do, like, at the gym type stuff. And, I mean, and you know, the guy even told me, man, my chiropractor even told me, he said, look, when you're sitting at a desk all the time, like, you sit in a chair a lot. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's where a lot of times your body need to be adjusted because, if, especially if you never had your body adjusted, it's going to be a process. When you lay down, you sit back and crack that back, crack your neck, and then put the little thing on there, man, where you kind of see where the, where the points are because he got a little machine that he, that he stick you with a prod and just feel like a little tickle. I mean, it's not a point. It's kind of like a massaging thing, and then the machine tells him, like, where the red spots are. Okay. So, so he'll get to that spot. Like, I've always had knee issues, man, so he do a little laser therapy on my knee, which really don't feel like nothing at all. And um, So it's nothing like going to, like, a resort <clears throat> and getting, like, a, a massage or something at a resort? A massage can help because my buddy Stan, he goes to the massage. He goes to the masseuse at least once a month. And they say that's what you should do, take care of your body. But I'm going to tell you, if you feel like your body jacked up, that, they're not going to fix your body being jacked up. Now, however, I was looking into something two years ago. I got I went on Groupon and got my wife this thing for um, acupuncture therapy. So she wound up not doing it because the place wound up closing down. But they say acupuncture really helps. You know what I mean? And you can't feel the needles when they put it in you or whatever. But if you do a lot of research, now I'm going to tell you about another place too. My chiropractor talking about this place called Float. Um, Float Life. It got them, the little Dragon Ball Z looking pod things up in there. Yeah. Yeah. My um my guy, uh, Nelly, um, he's a UFC MMA fighter. Um, I see him post a lot about there, Float Life. It's like Man. one of his daily things, the weekly things that he go do. Man, my chiropractor said he goes in there. He said he'd go in there like maybe once a month or once every couple, you know, couple times a month or whatever. He said, what, you is, what you're doing is you stand up in the pod or you can lay down in, in the tub that they got or whatever. And, you, do, and you know, you're in a room by yourself and it just fills up with water and your body just kind of floats and it's taking pressure off of all the pressure points in your body. Okay. And you do it for like 45 minutes to an hour, however long the session is. And, you know, you could adjust the lights. You could put stars on. They got different holograms, whatever. Play a little music, you know what I'm saying, to kind of keep you calm. And they said that is really um, who made that famous was Tom Brady. The float? Yeah, that's how he took it. He got one in his house. So he kind of put that out there. So people start going to it more and more and more. So when I started doing my research, like they got them all over the United States. I just never heard of them. So that's something I want to look into as well, man, because they said that really helps with body recovery, you know, and stuff like that, especially for your muscles. Right. See, I ain't never did it. My guy did tell me, though, um, when I used to speak to him about, like, my body after, like, it had hardcore workout days, two-a-days and stuff like that, he would tell me don't take hot showers but try to, like, do, like, an ice bath. Right. He, like, your muscles are already hot, so, you know what I mean, you want to cool them off by... Taking icing, you know what I mean? Icing your legs or right. icing your arms or whatever it is that you worked on that day. So I haven't got into it yet, but I do want to try it, though, to see if it actually does work. I'm not sure if it actually works or not, but I just think about movies and stuff. And then I know Kevin Hart got the little YouTube show. I uh, seen that. Ice boxing or something, right. like, something like that. So, In case y'all um, don't know, as y'all listening in, we, we starting out with a little, little fitness, little fitness talk. Get everything going. Uh, yeah, get, you know it, get I mean? it going right now. Just talking talk some fitness. It started. I'm back on my gym journey. That's what it is. And um, and I'm and I'm losing weight too. You know what I'm saying? Nice, um, nice, nice. Uh huh. For the first time the other day, I had on a two X shirt. First time I wore a two X shirt in probably about 14, uh, 15 years. That's what's happening, bro. You know what I'm saying? So like the sweatshirt I got on now, man, it's a four X, man. But I got all this room in it. You know what I mean? Ain't nothing wrong with that, man. Yeah. That's me with this 3X on. Right. Sitting here with this 3X on. Like, come right. on, man, I ain't wore a 3X in like two years. Right, right, right. Feel good to come from a 3X down to an XL, 46 jeans down to a 42. Man, come on. But Most I ain't done man. yet. I ain't done oh, yet. Oh, man, it's a work in progress, some, man. I got work to do. But you know what, though? I got another piece of uh, information as far as recovery, man. What I bought probably about three, four years ago. You ever heard of a TENS unit? Nuh-uh. TENS unit is like if you went to a 
physical therapist, they'll perform, I know you heard of electrotherapy. Yeah. That's what this is. So it comes with this with the pads. You put the pads on the spot that's hurt. You got the handheld thing. It's a little black handheld thing that be. Yeah, and you just put the buttons mm-hmm. for however long you can take it. or You know what I'm saying? So I always do the max because my body used to it. Okay. So I do the max. It's 15 minutes and it cuts off when it's done. So it's a it's a setting for your arms, legs, joints, whatever, whatever, whatever. And it's also a setting on there for massage. So if you put it on there for 15 minutes, let it just massage the area, that type of stuff, man. Like that really helps with recovery as well. That's really helped me a whole lot. That's what's up. I a just been lot. I just been trying to really uh It's only like about 40 bucks too. I've been just trying to stay on like the nutritional aspect of it. I'm trying to make sure I'm um putting in everything that my muscles and body will need for recovery as far as the vitamins, the minerals, the protein, the right. carbs, the fats, whatever it is that I need. I'm just trying to make sure I keep that stuff in my body as I continue to work and see if that might might help out a little bit more. But then sometimes you know how I go, pain is gain. So you're gonna you're gonna feel the pain regardless, especially man, if you're trying to get the gains. I'm gonna tell you something. Next time I come through, man, I'm gonna bring that tens unit and let you try it out and see what you think. I took it up to the cigar lounge one day, man. About five, six people lined up. They feeling so good. One dude, his rotator cuff was hurting so bad he couldn't golf. I put that tens unit on in 15 minutes. He said, boy, he went out there. And did his thing the next day. Thought he was Tiger Wood. Man, I'm telling you, because it massaged the muscles. You know what I'm saying? Very good, Rondale. Silencio. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, I'm glad you came through today, though, bro. I ain't going to lie. When I ain't hear from you, I, I thought it was a wrap for the day. I was like, ah. Bro said we did it Tuesday. He ain't coming today. But you came through. That's that's what's happening. And that's, I'm glad you did because I, um, I wanted to bring forth today. I wanted to talk about appreci- uh, appreciation. Um, okay. And satisfaction. I was I meant to do my um, my daily morning video, but like I told you, I backed off from these screens a little bit um, after catching that mad, that headache I got yesterday. I'm like, okay, let me let me do some work outside the screens and not do so much work on the screens. Right. So I um was gonna do a video this morning on on satisfaction and and what it is about satisfaction is how satisfaction can actually hinder us. You know what I mean? A lot of people don't understand how satisfaction can hinder us. I preach that all the time. Because the main goal at the end of our journey, we start to lose focus on because we become satisfied with the little steps of progress that we're doing. Which, in other words, is complacency. Exactly. And you don't want to become satisfied with that because then you'll miss out on the big goal because then you become comfortable only being at step one when it's a 10-step Program, you, you kind of follow what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, man. And, you know, I touched on that um, before. Remember I told you I read that book by 50 Cent, Hustle, Hustle Harder, and that's what he talked about. When you're hustling, you set up goals. And when you're setting up goals, you know what I mean, that's a part of not being satisfied. Okay, I'm satisfied I reached this part. Now, let me strive for another thing. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So the, the key to satisfaction is setting steps, setting individual steps and goals that you want to accomplish because, the, the, like he said, when you reach these levels of satisfaction, that's a confidence booster. Then you could go to the next step because now right. you don't feel hindered by failure. Exactly. But instead, some people will get hindered by failure because they become satisfied because they got through steps one, two, and three. Right. But they know that steps four, five, and six are going to be a bigger challenge. Right. And you might not be up for that challenge yet, but that does not mean become satisfied with one, two, and three. Because once you become too satisfied with one, two, and three, one, two, and three can also make you hit the reset button. Right. And you have to re-go back through the process of getting one, two, three back just so you can get to four, five, six. Well, case in point, let's take the podcast, for instance. Okay. This podcast wasn't started to say, hey, man, I'm going to do this and be... Colin Cowherd of podcasting. <laughs> you know right, what I'm right, saying? Right. You said, okay, you know what? Let's get this thing going. I want to reach some people. Blah, blah, blah. Get it to the next step. Like, right, like, like the views and listens. Uh-huh. Okay, you reach a certain pinnacle. Right, okay, right. bet. Now let's shoot for this. You didn't just say, well, if I don't hit a million, it's a failure. Like, there's steps that you take. And when you hit this certain step, you feel gratified. Then you say, you know what? Let's shoot for the next step. We'll say 750. Okay, cool. Now let's shoot 4,000. Then that's where the confidence comes in because you feel like you did accomplish these things that you set forth early on. Now you move into the next phase. And and that rolls right into the satisfaction thing that I was talking about because I officially just got to my one year of having the, the Tea Time podcast. You know what I mean? Which yes. once was the True to You Network. 
but now it's to Tea Time Podcast, but it's coming up on a year. I did my first episode on October 19th, and to actually see that this thing is still going, you know what I mean? It, it, it was steps, you know what I mean? Patience is the hardest virtue to master, but it was steps in it, and I took the proper steps, and in, in the midst of taking those proper steps, over time, I didn't really pay too much attention to the analytics. I didn't let that... I didn't let that control me because I, I understood the purpose. You know what I mean? The purpose right. of it was not to get 2.3 thousand listeners. You know what I mean? One day, yeah. But right now, that's not, the, that's not my goal. My goal right now is to help people. You know right. what I mean? I want people to hear this and take something from it that will be able to help them. Right. And by me sticking to the goal, look what it created. You know what I mean? And that's what I try to tell a lot of people. Like You got to sit back sometimes and, and remember what the purpose is. You know what I mean? That's that's where it starts. That once you find purpose, purpose helps you push forward with the things that you want in the future. Purpose actually gives you a reason to look forward to the future because you know your purpose. But if you don't have a purpose in anything, then you don't start to look forward. You know what right. I'm saying? And and that's when it becomes bad because then you get so stuck in the right now. Right. You're supposed to pay attention to the right now, but the right now is preparing you for your future. It's all about the manifestation. You know what I mean? And if if you ain't got the the right preparation then your manifestation won't even be right because you're not even starting right now i'm gonna tell you something and it's funny that you brought this up i was having a conversation with my cousin a few weeks ago and she lives in indianapolis she's a psychiatrist so we was having conversations about relationships and just life in general you know stuff i was going through and everything so she saw me she said i'm gonna send you a message i want you to think about it and i want you to answer me when you get time she said, not like I assignment. I just wanted to see these stuff I want you to think about before you decide your next journey. I said, okay. So these are the questions she asked me. Who am I outside of my family? What do I need? What do I want? What do I desire? Who am I moving forward? What no longer works for me? What am I conflicted about? And what am I settling for? Just send me those questions. I'm going to send them to you. I need those. Yeah. That's homework. You know what right. I'm saying? That's workshop. If you tuned in right now, you know what I mean? Jot those questions down. I'll read it again. Those, answer those questions for yourself. Those questions are going to help you start to search and find the purpose that you're looking for in life. Run those questions by them one more time. Uh-huh. Okay. I got you. Let me see. I'm sending it to you if we speak. Appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? I see we got a couple viewers in here, too. That's going on. This is, you know what I mean? We just... We're trying to take this thing to another level. I said that on the last one, and I'm, I'm going to keep saying it. I'm okay. trying to get more connected with y'all, get y'all more in tune and connected in. You know what I mean? So just show some love. We show some love back. It is what it is. Okay, here are the questions. Well, she she said, who am I outside of my wife and children? So I said, who am I outside of my family? What do I need? What do I want? What do I desire? Who am I moving forward? What no longer works for me? What am I conflicted about? And what am I settling for? And she told me, she said, that's really something that you should just write down for yourself. She said, I'm more than glad to have a conversation with you about it. She said, but that's really something that you need to put down and think about. And that helps you put things in perspective moving forward about what your next steps are, how to proceed with your next steps. And, you know, and make sure that you have purpose in whatever decision you make. Because that's really what it's all about. It's not about just passing the time. It's about having purpose because time is short. It's hard to, <clears throat> it's hard to continue forward. And it's hard to do anything if you don't have any purpose. It's even the same thing with job, with a job. Right. That's why a lot of people don't be comfortable at their job because they don't even understand their purpose of being there. You understand that you need to make money, but why? It's bigger than clothes. It's bigger than shoes. It's bigger than a car. You know what I'm saying? But those that have that main goal at hand, the ones that sit there and they're actually like, I need a car. I need a job so I can get a car. They get that job. And they work that job as much as even if they don't like it, but they go, they put their best, their best effort in, get extra hours, anything so they can get to that car. Then they use that car to get to where they want to. You right. know what I mean? They don't just sit there and accept it and keep get the job and continue to complain about I want to get a car. I want to get a car. No. That right. means you're not in a position that you need to be because you're not setting yourself up to follow the purpose that you even that you're looking for. Right. And see this and this is why, man, listen, I know I mentioned this a few weeks ago. Real soon, we got to take this show on the road. Most definitely. I got about three people down in that. Uh-huh. Especially my cousin, who's a, who's a psychiatrist, man, who would who would love to come on to the cast and have a nice long conversation about anything and give us a lot of insight on stuff. You know what I'm saying? And I just think that that really brought the horizons of what we're trying to do here. 
You know what I mean? And give people a lot of insight as well from the other side of the fence. You know what I mean? You, you, you know, you're doing your life coaching, which is great. And then, so we got that aspect, and then we bring the psychological aspect. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? And I just think that when it's all said and done, because she's like a relationship counselor as well as a um, oh, family def- counselor. Definitely want to uh, get her on the show. Right. That'd be that'd be love right there. Right. So that's why when she asked me no questions, it, it was all pretty much based on how do I move forward? What's my purpose as far as as individual? How much do I put on hold because of my family? How much, you know what I'm saying? Like, all those questions really were based on family-oriented mindset. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, I, I'm i telling you, man, we're we, we going to take this show on the road, man, and, and we're going to have some nice conversations for real. Man, we most definitely is because that's the whole that's that's the whole key and, and purpose of it, man. I'm trying to reach as many people as I can. I'm trying to go as far as I can with it. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, the, 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 the financial aspect of it, that's not really the the... The main goal, you know what I'm saying? The main goal is I need, I'm trying to reach some people, man. People need help. Right. And it's help that you wouldn't believe, but uh, the average person wouldn't be able to actually be able to locate that they have an issue that they need help with. And that one issue can help them be so much better in life. Man, listen, when I'm talking to my cousin and, you know, if I'm going to do something at the crib or whatever the case may be, man, she be laying questions on me. I'll be like, hmm, never thought about that. Let me ask, like, them questions she just asked me, like, hmm, makes a lot of sense. Just our conversations, man, where it's, like, it's so deep. And, like, me and you can sit back and rap to the cows come home and we talk deep as well. But hearing it from a third party, it's like, wow, okay. And this is a license. Oh, I'm I'm already knowing because I I go through the situations where, you know, sometimes I'm posting content or something and then a random coach from the U.K., or a random coach from New York or anything, you know what I mean? It just hit me up and be asking me, you know, do you want to, can I schedule a session with you just to have a little bit of your time so we can just kind of talk about, you know, see where you're going, where your right. head at, woo, woo, woo. And then we sit down and get to talking and they throw some insights and pointers in at me and they tell me like, well, right now you're on the right path. Right. You know, you're doing it right, but then they tell me also certain things that I need to get away from that I'm overthinking you know right. what I'm saying and it's like right now you wouldn't even be wanting to think about that part you would want to be doing this or doing that or doing this so, right and I do shout them people out for all that love that's uh, Daniel Squares and Metali I want to shout both of y'all out for that shout out appreciate you uh-huh. because they um, I, I met with them and, and they really gave me some some dope dope insight on a lot of stuff that I'm doing and I got planned on doing and that they can possibly help me with doing so be on the lookout for that stuff too because I got some special stuff coming for y'all what there we go there we go but um yeah that whole satisfaction thing bro it just came from the appreciation that's how I ended up getting back in the gym you know what I mean once you sit there and you think you fell off or you think you're not doing something you know what I mean you might have to like you said like we talked about uh last week or earlier this week when we talked about uh the reflection right you know what I mean I had to reflect Right. And when I reflect, you got to understand sometimes that reflection is just to get you to retake those little steps that you took to get you to where you at right, right now. And that's what I did. I had to go back to the ways that I started before I really got like into the gym with my isolated workouts and my chest day, arm day, back day, leg day. Before I got into all that, my first initial task was just get there. You know what I mean? And that's what people need to understand with anything that they're trying to do in life. If you have already started it. And then you kind of fell off track of it. Just reflect and just start back how you did. Because you're going to create your own shortcuts because you have already did it before. So just say if you need to do 10 things, once you do those first five, you won't even need to do the other five because you already know like, oh, okay, I know what these are going to do. So I can just jump ahead of that and do here. But a lot of people don't want to reflect. So they just give up on whatever it is they're doing and they want to jump to something new because they want to take the easy way out. But it's like, you know, the easy way out is the way that you already started. But a lot of times people reflecting too, man. Um, there's a lot of people who need confirmation, and I definitely understand that. So without confirmation, you feel like, eh, maybe I didn't do it the right way, even though it was successful, but success is different depending on who you're talking to. Because we live in a world where everybody is looking for support and, um, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Support and recognition and clarification from other people for what it is that they're doing. You know right. what I mean? They want somebody else to tap them on the back and say, hey, man, you're doing a good job at this and woo, woo, woo. Everybody's not going to give you that. Everybody not going to give you that, but some people ain't got nobody giving it to them. Exactly. But the ones that ain't got nobody giving it to them, they have to learn how to express that gratitude to themselves. They got to learn how to be happy about they what they're doing. And that starts from taking the little things. You know what I mean? I started with two microphones and an interface and a Windows computer. You feel what I mean? 
then it was nothing. Right. You know what I'm saying? But then gradually over time, not even thinking about it, you end up with a Mac, another computer, a mixer, a studio light, a backdrop, color change. You done created a whole scenery. You done created a whole vibe, and it all happened over time. And then you sit there and you look and you like, man. The dream that I had in my head, I actually done manifested it into real life. But understand, though, like I always tell you, not everybody's built like that. Not everybody's a go-getter. You understand what I'm saying? But that's because the one everybody is. Everybody just don't seek to find it. Because some people just don't understand. That's what it is. That's understanding the purpose. They don't understand their purpose. But you know what, though? I, I, because when you when you start doing something, you're going to stick to doing it if you know your purpose behind it. But if you don't have any purpose behind what you're doing and you're doing it because somebody else is doing it or you're doing it because somebody else told you to do it, it won't last long because it's not a passion that you have for it. It's not a drive that you feel for it. You know what I mean? You're only doing it because it's making somebody else happy. It's not even making you happy. Right. Somebody just looked at you and told you, hey, I think you'll be good at doing such and such and such and such. For real? Yeah, because you talk and you do this and you do that. So then you start doing it. But then two weeks later, it get boring to you, right? Because it wasn't your idea. It wasn't your vision. It wasn't your job. In some cases, it does work for some people because some people need to be directed so that they can get a better point of view of what it is they need to do. You know what I mean? But right. then when you get that direction and you're not comfortable with it, you got to move around. Don't don't become slumped in it. But that's the thing, though. Comfortability is different to everybody. And, I, and it took me a while to learn that. One of my best friends, man, and you met him, we was up at the lounge together. You know what I'm saying? Um, shout out to Wayne. Shout and, out to Wayne. Uh-huh. And um, one thing about him, man, I he is so stuck in his ways, but it's not necessarily a bad thing, but because he's stuck in his ways, he hasn't prospered to a level that I feel like he can, but he feel like he's good. Because he don't have the issues of this, the issues of that that some other people have. But I'm like, hey, when I come by your house, you living in a dump. You know what I'm saying? But it's a house that you own. You got downstairs tenants. Your roof leaks. You stand upstairs, your roof leaks. You got to cut the water off at the toilet every time you're done flushing. You got a kitchen that, that that's not usable. You got a door side refrigerator. You got a hot plate. This is your house. To him, and I try not to force the issue because I know it's a sensitive conversation for him because he's the type of guy that would give you his last. He met you one time, but if you say, hey, man, let me get that. Can you buy me a cigar? Okay, man, no problem. He's not gullible. He's just a nice guy. And I think the problem with him is so many people are taking advantage of him in that way where he feels like, okay, I'm sitting here and nobody asked me for nothing. I'm working every day. I got the same job for 15 years. My bills is paid. I'm good. But here's a man who's 44 years old still catching the bus. I said, man, you going to get a car? Nah, you know what I'm saying? Nah, I'm cool. Because his lifestyle is is so vanilla. Where he, it's, it's, it's like a routine, like Groundhog Day. Every day the same stuff. Okay. Now, one day, couple, about a year or so ago, he sitting on the bus stop. Somebody tried to rob him because he works third shift security at the casino. Okay. Somebody tried to rob him. What's my did rob him? I'm like, man, you need to get you a car. So now he takes Uber to and from. But he's so much in his ways. So I go pick him up here and there, bring him out to the house. We hang out and kick it on the weekend or whatever. Because other than that, to him, and the point I'm trying to make is, to a person like him who feel like I could be doing way worse, I'm good. So... I don't force the issue because when it's all said and done, he ain't in jail. Right. He ain't on drugs. Nothing like that. So how can I sit back and say, hey, man, do better? I've tried tiptoeing around, but knowing him, and I've known this guy since sixth grade. So I just say there are some people, he's not a leader, but he's a leader of himself because he don't ask nobody for nothing, but he'll give if you ask him. Some people just don't have that in them. But all his family members doing well for themselves. His brother's a professor at Marquette. His sister, she's doing her thing. His other sister's doing her thing. His nephew. 
I don't know if you probably seen him on 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 Instagram. He's a big time bodybuilder, Tino. I might have. Yeah, I, I, I follow plenty of them. I be still. Yeah, I be still in workouts, bro. Yeah. So he got people around him, man. That that's doing their thing, but it hurts me to see him living the way he's living because I know he could be better. But that's your perception. That's my point. Right, your that, perception is different. Yeah, but it's it's that's not more of a comfort comfortable thing in his mind. He is comfortable, right? Because we don't know. Well, you know, but I don't know where he came from, and you you don't know where he came from mentally. So mentally can change his perception to where he at right now. He like, no, I'm in a good spot. This is perfect for me because I know my limits. You know what I mean? Knowledge, knowledge yourself. You got to know your ledge. He know his limits. Right. He understands that, you know, if I get a car, that's just going to put me in situations where I might not end up here. I might not end up there. Woo, woo, woo. No, he from here? Yeah. That's nephew. Oh, yeah, he gets it in. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he might he might understand that in certain situations, you know what I mean, or with certain things added to his life, that's going to cause him to go downhill. You know what I mean? So that's his perception is he's prof- he's doing perfectly fine. And right that's now. the point I'm making because in the end, there is no, okay, I achieved this. Let me do this. Right. Boom, boom, boom. He's cool right here. You know what I'm saying? He's cool at the level which he's at, which is the same level he's been at for 10, 15 years. He tell me about stuff he's going on at work, how people look at him crazy and stuff. I'm like, man, you talk about finding another job? Yeah. Well, man, if you don't find another job, you can't be mad if you keep going through this stuff because... That's the situation you're choosing, right? But he's complacent with what he's doing, so he's like... So is he he comfortable or is he content? I think he's content. Right, so then he's not comfortable. But he may look at it... He looks at it as the same. He knows it could be better, but he's satisfied with... This because this hasn't caused any issues financially or wherever the case may be. Right, right. Like me and you look at it like this. Like you made conversations before about how you want to move to a different location. Right. You know what I'm saying? You want more space. Yada, yada, uh-huh. yada. Okay, so you're thinking about that. To him, it's like, well, I own this house. Before my dad passed, he left from the house. So it's paid off. All you're doing is paying the taxes. Every year. Him and his nephew, the one I just show you the picture of. Both of them run the properties. It's like two three properties on that block they run. You know what I mean? But when it's all said and done, I said, listen, you can go get your one bedroom somewhere with central air and all this type of stuff. You sit there with a space heater because the vents don't work up there. You see what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So, but to him, yeah, you're right, but we still sit in the square one. So how do you how do you express that to someone that you love and care about that's, that's like a brother to you, you, the godfather of my kids, and this is what I see. You let him know. Um, you let him know in a good way. You paint the picture for him. I, I, you think I didn't? <laughs> I mean, that's that's all you can do. You don't want to press the issue because you don't want to. Exactly. You don't want a person to think that you're looking at them in a bad way or any kind of way because of how they choosing to live. You know what I'm saying? So you don't want to press. And the I'm issue. one of the few people that he interacts with because he just stays in his cocoon. So I know. How he looks at me. I know I and, and you know, my wife accept him like he's family. No, right, right. We used to go out of town, he come sit by the house. I let him drive the car. He got a license. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I let him drive the car, whatever you want to do. He's very trusted, but it's just he's just stuck in this place. And I'm like, man, you could be better. And you know what's made what's what's so bad about that? What's that? There's a lot of people in the world like that. Right. I got friends of my own that are like that. You see them and you see their potential, you see what they can be. You see exactly where they can go, and you try to paint that picture for them, right. but it's a mental block. You know what I mean? You, yeah. You you got the um, you 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 got it right here, right above me, man. True to you. Yeah. Your yeah, only limit is you. is you. Can't no can't nobody else do it for you. Right. Everybody else can provide assistance. Everybody else can give you the support. Everybody else can give you put their hand on your back and push. But if you lean back on my hand, I'm not gonna push you harder. Right. Now I feel like I'm forcing it then. You right. don't want nothing to be forced. So if a person can't put their hand on your back and push and you get that running start to go, then you got to get your hand off their back and you got to wait for them to actually take their right foot and go in front of the left. Right. And once they do that, 
then you teach them how to bring the left one in front of the right one and bring the right one back over. You know what I mean? To keep going forward. But until then, until a person stops their own mental blockage, right. the only thing you can do is support them in whatever it is that they're doing and let them see that they can be so much better. Or you can continue to elevate around them so that your energy feeds off onto them and then they begin to elevate on their own. And and the thing about it is, man, I, me and my wife had this conversation all the time. Um, you know, when we moved to where we live in now, because he was staying up the street from where we was living before. I don't mean city. to cut you off. Ain't you are telling it. You are telling the truth. A lot of people are afraid of themselves. A lot of people are afraid of success. A lot of people are afraid of what they could actually be and afraid of what people are going to look at them for being that. You are absolutely correct. Yeah, that, that's 100% right. So, you know, I always say, man, one of the things that when we moved and we left the area, which he lived in as well, because almost every other day he'd come by the house or if he need a ride, where, where, whatever. Holidays, you come by the house, you know what I mean? On the weekend, we over to playing video game, whatever. So when I move, that left too. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And that's oh, you, a, you you know I'm in that boat right now. I understand. I know right. exactly what you mean. Right. So I think about that all the time. So that's why, I, you know, like a couple weeks ago, I hit him up. Hey, man, what you doing tomorrow? It was a Friday because you're off Friday and Saturday. Oh, man, I ain't doing nothing. Man, I'm, I'll come through and get you about noon Saturday and you come out to the crib and chill. Came out to the house. I got some stuff through on the grill, blah, blah, blah. We just sat and just chilled. You know what I'm saying? Because he don't have that. Right, right. Especially with me being gone from down there because he used to walk over to the crib like, what's happening? Okay, cool. And he's low maintenance. You know what I'm saying? That's what's happening. He, like I said, he don't ask for nothing. If he come by the house, if the kids say, man, we hungry. Man, you know, order pizza. I got it. Whatever. That's the type of cat he is. You know what I mean? 100. So how do I tell a person like that uh-huh. who feel like they giving their all that you really, and I told him once, I said, you about 30% of your potential, but don't take it as a negative because I'm saying you could be better. Well, I'm going to tell you how, how I do how I do my guys. And it does. It's, it's, I'm not going to say it's working because right. I'm still trying, but I gas them up like never before. Right. I see what they're doing, and I'm like, dude, do you not understand like what you could be or where this could go or what you could do if you just did this, bro? I can see it already, bro. I can see this on the stage, me and you. I can see you doing this, this, and that, bro. You pulling up in this, bro. Everything off of that, bro. Do you not understand the video for this? It'll be such and such, and it'll be woo-woo-woo. You know what I'm saying? You give them the big picture, and you just it's a seed. You know what I'm saying? It's all about planting seeds. You plant that seed up in there, and then you got to let them do the watering. Well, how's that working out? Because I mean, because it, in the end, we had a conversation last week where you wasn't feeling it. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So in the end, you took that approach. I've taken the same approach to my guy with other approaches, and we still sitting there having the same conversation. Gotta let them breathe. That, that's all you can do. Because after a while, it becomes a hindrance on you. Go to the right. You know what I mean? After a while, it becomes a hindrance on you. You start to you start to take on. Everything, they responsibilities. You start to take on their dream. You start to take on what it is that they want to manifest. And you try to bring it to life for them so they can see it. And what does that do for you? Besides stop your happiness and cause mental blockage for you. But you know what? In this case, it, it don't necessarily stop my happiness. Because I know he's in a good place. But he should be in a way better place. Stop it. You know what I'm saying? That, that's... that's Nah, I, you know, we laugh sometimes, but that's hurtful, man. It is. Nah, you know what I'm saying? I, I can see. Nah, I can see where you're coming from. You see from. what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's like, hurtful. dude, what's wrong? I'll show you the picture of the living room. So we got the bed in the living room because the bedroom, I'll show you with the stuff on the floor. Right. It leaks in there, so we don't have a bed in there. Everything is in the living room. We got the, we got the uh, electric tube bus plugged up in the living room. Everything is done in the living room. Maybe, you seen the kitchen. So have you thought maybe, maybe there are some hidden things that's not being told to you? Here's the thing. His dad passed away. Uh, I want to say, let's see. Jared was one. No, he wasn't even one yet. Jared was born in 2000. Shout out to all y'all that's tuning in, too. We see y'all. We see y'all. So uh-huh. his dad passed, man, because his dad was very ill. His dad had a stroke when he was in, like, fifth grade. So he was, like, his dad's caretaker. Okay. So he's getting paid to be his PCW. Right. So once his dad passed, that was his life. You know what I'm saying? Because his mom abandoned him when he was a kid. You know, they reconnected. Now she lived down in Arlington, Texas. Okay. Suburb of Dallas. And like that, you know, he's just been. And I told him, I said, man, your dad wanted you to live better. You know what I'm saying? Because his dad like a second dad to me. So I could speak on it. You know right, what I'm right, saying? Right. 
Like, he was so happy when I bought him JR. Like, wow, you got a son now? Yeah. So, you know, I've had these conversations, and I, I can speak on it because I know the family very well. Like I said, we were friends since sixth grade. Right, right. See what I'm saying? So, but when I see, you know, what I just showed you, that that's hurtful. So to, to, to try not to alienate him, sometimes, like, like when my boy used to have basketball practice, Man, I'm gonna come through and kick it with you, whatever, whatever. Ah, you know, but that's my guy. I don't want to feel like, oh man, you don't ever want to come my mouth. Man, I go over there and hang out because you still my guy. I'm here for you, right? Not because of all that, right? You see what I'm saying? So that's why I go pick him up, man. Come on out to the house. Come do this. Come do that. He's just a nice guy. He'll sacrifice everything else and choose to have this, but make sure you happy. Like he'll come out like when we cooked out that day. I bought the stuff. He's like, man, where the kids are? They at the house. He went and bought a bunch of other food, man. That way everybody got more than enough stuff to eat. Blah, blah, blah. That's just who he is. So how can you tell a nice guy you being too nice? It's tough. Maybe maybe he was never given to. Meaning? Maybe he was never the type to receive a lot. He was. See, see, see. With so that, then that made the man, maybe that might be the key then. He's so used to receiving that he wants to give more than he receives because he felt like he received more in life. It's about his perception, too. We don't know how he sees life. We don't know how he sees situations or nothing. So maybe he feels the help to need everybody else and not really help himself because he feel like he done probably had everything that he could ever want. Well, he's one that you kind of kind of have to say, you know, push him in the back. Like the job he had before this, his brother got him that job. He was doing a cleaning job. He worked out about five, six years. Now, you know, we don't do clean jobs five, six years, but to him, it was like clockwork. I'm going every night, making my money, whatever. Right. Then when that went down, then his brother got him a job. His brother knew somebody down here at Potawatomi. Okay. So now he down there and been doing that for almost 15 years now. Don't call in. Don't do nothing. Dedicated worker. You see what I'm saying? Okay. So to him, it's like, what am I doing wrong? But he also verbalized to me like, yeah, I know I should be doing better. You know what I mean? Because he had these moments. Okay. So when he had these moments, I try not to pile on. I try to smooth it over from this aspect. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you should be doing better, man. But here's the deal. It's a process, man. Let's figure out step one of the process, man, so Stop we can get you better. giving him that option. What you mean? As a friend. Don't throw that option out there. It's, it's, it's one of these type of situations. I was just talking to, I want to say my sister about it. And, um... She said something and then turned around and like said something else behind it. And I was like, but what you do is you're creating an, another excuse or another outlet. Right. So what it is, is you want, I'm not saying you want him to go in fast forward motion, but you want him to get it together. You feel what I'm saying? In the way right. that you see he can. But if you, if he sit there and he like, man, I could be doing better. And you go, yeah, man, you could be doing better. You know, but right there is where it starts. That but. No, right. you gotta you hit the statement on him and let it know. When he say that, you gotta stand. Yeah, man, you can be doing better. And end it. Because then it's like, damn, I ain't the only one that feel that way. But then when you go, but yeah, you do gotta understand, man, it's a process. First you gotta do this, and then you gotta do that. Now in his mind, he done got confused. Now it's like, okay, he just gave me four or five things on what I where I can start. Now out of them four or five things, which one do I start with? And once you prolong that so long and it's something that you're not used to doing for any individual, then you just shy away from it and you just say, you know what? I'm content. I'm you know, straight where I'm at. One day I'm gonna get it together. You know why I take that approach with him? Once again, being a part of the family, and they look at me as a part of the family. Losing his dad was a big deal. He's had a nephew. That took his own life. He found him in his sister's basement. He had his oldest brother took his own life. He found him in his own basement. And he even say, like, man, I was probably I ain't seen no counsel nothing yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, I said, well, that could be a mental block that you having as hindering you and from not doing to, X, Y, and Z. And not the one to get like too deep, but why? Why what? What was the purpose of the, of taking your own life? Depression. From well, I know, I don't know about the nephew, but I know with his oldest brother, because I had a great relationship with him, he felt like he just had no purpose anymore. He hit rock bottom. He was back living at the house with him and, and his dad and stuff like that. And at this time, you, you figured this had to be in, in, the, in I want to say, late 90s. 
So at that time, his brother was like 40s, 50s, his oldest brother. And wife divorced him, kids don't fool with him. You back living at home with your dad and your brothers. And you know, you know what I'm saying? So he had really hit right because we, we would have a conversation about it. And, um, you know, so, and then his, his brother, his other brother, who I'm very close with. Okay. Shout out to Al. Al was a, um, uh-huh. he was a professor at Marquette. So I, it's mental health because what happened to Al one day, probably about over 10 years ago, I remember getting the call. Me and Monique walking in BW3s in Bayshore. Wayne called me. What's going on, man? Al in the hospital. What happened? He shot himself in the head, but he's still living. What happened? He's. I think it was because he got passed up on that promotion because they had groomed him to take over the position down at Marquette to be the head guy. He got passed over. So he wound up trying to take his own life, but he made it. Shout out to Al. And, he, and he's doing very well right now. I mean, he's teaching and stuff like that. Um... He's a guys counselor now at UW-Madison. You know what I mean? So he's doing very well, but that mental health, I think that's an issue that runs in the family. And when you're dealing with mental health, you can't see it for yourself. That's why I've been trying to push him to go talk to somebody. And you are, and you, you, you absolutely correct. That's bigger than you me keep piling on about, you need to get a better crib. You need to do this, this, and this. My mind says, like, I try to be sensitive because I know where he's been. I don't want to push him in that direction. I'm one of the few people that he interacts with on that level. But sometimes we got to be stern on our, on our loved ones, the but ones see, that we love. But see, stern, stern is right. But, and I tell my wife this, man, the difference now and before, before I used to be stern on him, I can go get him. Hey, man, let's go. Let's go do this. You know what I'm saying? Like. You want to look at this? Okay, man, come on. Now it's like with me doing my thing, I'm way out, out yonder. He's down there. I'm, I'm, we're not easily accessible to each other anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, I can say, hey, man, let's go. because if I say let's go, I got a counselor set up. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. He'd be like, all right, cool, man, I guess. So how long, how, how long has it been since all this started? Because that might, that might as be. As far as with the crib and all that? Yeah. Well, he, he, you figure... Mm, about 10 years If not Let me see And how long have y'all been like Unaccessible like that To each other Nine years Come on man Separation anxiety Right He don't feel like he has Anybody to, to, to do it for Right You are his Clarification Come on man This sixth grade Right You know what I'm saying This ain't four years man Right You know your age AD These ain't four years These years You feel what I'm saying mm-hmm. So once you feel like Shit my nigga gone who, who I'm doing it for? Who I'm showing up for? I can't even pull up on day on AD if I did pull up in the 2015 QX56. You feel what I'm saying? Right. And if I did pull up on him, who else is even giving me any recognition for the stuff that I'm doing? Mm. Yeah. So I'm content. I work anyway. All I'm doing is coming home and pretty much going to sleep. I don't even really be at home like that. Who I got to impress? Don't nobody come over. Don't nobody. You know what I'm saying? But you being that friend, sometimes you do. Stop by. Right. Come over. Do you think he's happy about what you're coming to? No. Right. But he know that if you come over on Monday, you ain't coming on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Right. You're coming over Monday. I might not see you again the next month or maybe the month after that. I'm going to talk to you, but I don't have a need for this to be in tip-top shape. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't deal with women. I don't deal with men. I don't deal with nobody. I'm a self type of guy. Why do I need my stuff in tip-top shape? It's content for me. That's why he probably lived the way he lived. And then he got a, a broad who I, you know, me and her kind of butted heads, man, because. <laughs> what? <laughs> when it's all said and done, man, she knows I see that she takes advantage of him because you got a nice crib, you drive a nice car, so other. Why ain't helping this man come up? You see what I'm saying? Why ain't helping this man come up? She might be tapping into his pockets like a fed line. I'm sure she is. Moni said all the time. I mean, we don't really fool her at all, man. And 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 he knows it because we've had the conversations. But it's just a lot. And I think about that a lot. And I also think about that, too, when I think about what's the next step of my journey. Because, you know, this is somebody that is very important to me. Right. So let me tell you what to do. You know them questions you just got? You just text me and you just ask live to all our listeners. Text him to him and have him answer him. Mm-hmm. 
See what his answers is. Mm. He might need to find his purpose. Mm. Age ain't gonna find it. Right. Mental. You can't put no age on men, on your mentality. You know what I'm saying? How you think is a as uh, a product of your environment, a product of how you were raised and brought up. You know what I'm saying? This all is genetically included. You feel what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. ask him those questions. You might need to help him find purpose. Well, I told him because he mentioned something about probably moving down there with his mom because she said she could probably get him a job um, working security at the airport or whatever because he got that security background. I'm like, hey man, go for it. There's nothing left here for you to accomplish. Go to a different scene. You sound like, what did I just say? What I want to do. That's how what I feel. I feel like I will get stuck here. Mm-hmm. Not stuck here, but stuck here if I stay here. Right. That's why I'm like, I need more challenge. I need to go somewhere where it's, it, there's a, it's a bigger something. I feel like I done did what I needed to do here. There's no more room for growth here. The, the the bigger growth that I feel like I can get from here is moving myself into a building or something. But then how far would that take me? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, I, and, and, and that's, that's what it is. And when you go to a foreign territory, which would be a totally different city, you feel like you got to work that much harder because you don't know where you're at. You don't know what it takes to be... You know what I'm saying? You know when you get there, but ultimately, it's a process. And, it, and it's going to build the dependency for self. Right. right. I talk about that all the time. You know what I mean? Just with like having company in the house alone. When you, when you bring, when you have company in the house, like two people move in together. They bump heads because the dependency is there. You're so used, okay, so a woman has her house, a man has his house. You're so used to paying your bills and doing it all on your own. Right. Your, this man is so used to paying his bills and doing it all, all on his own. Logically, we're supposed to come together and bust it down the middle. That's how we become successful. But what also happens is the dependency. You depend on somebody else being there, so that person should pick up where I lack. But you are also unknowledgeable of the perception that the other person has to even understand what it is that you want, even if we discuss it. That has nothing to do with if I see it the way you see it. Because... Just because you worked all day and decided to come home and play the video game, I worked all day too. But what makes it any different that you get to go to the gym or whatever, but I got to stay home and wash dishes? You feel what I mean? But the dependency is there because it's just like, fam, you here. So I feel like you're going to do it because it needs to be done. And I did this. That's where the clash starts to happen at. And that's when it turns into, he ain't the man that I met. He also didn't live with you when you met him. Right. So when he lived alone, he knew if you were coming by his house, he had to clean up. If you were going out to dinner, he had to pay for it. If you was wanted something, he had to get it. But when we make this common agreement and we come together, now it does, it's not about you get it because I'm so used to no, now we're together. So you got to understand shit. You get what you get. I get what I get. It is what it is. You give to get. Mm. No, but that wasn't it before. And that's where a lot of people go wrong because that's how they start the foundation. You don't come out the foundation with conversation of understanding and learning who the person is. You come right out trying to show somebody what you got. Show somebody what you can do for them. And then when they fall in love with what you got and what you can do for them, now all of a sudden you're upset because they're not the person that you thought they were. But you never took the time to learn who it was either. Y'all fell in love off materialistic and lustful things. And now y'all expecting for that to be the foundation, but that won't be the foundation. Right. You really have to understand and know who you're dealing with. And that's the same situation with this. You understand and you know who you're dealing with. Right. So you have to understand and deal with him that way. Right. And I'm in my eyes, you just got to stop being so light on him. And you might need to be around more. Some people need that. I know a homeboy of mine right now that well, I... What's not, what's, not, what's not being so light? Meaning, meaning, meaning what? Because in the end... Stop smoothing it over. But it, 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 it's factual, but you also got to understand who you're talking to. And when you know a person can easily shut down, but you know they're, they're listening when you're talking, so you don't want to come off a different way where you say, man, nah, he tripping when I call. He, then they shut down. They ain't answer the phone, stuff like that. That's why you pull up. Hey, you got you to gotta make your presence be known. You got to understand, it's an energy that you bring. Right. That he not receiving. You feel what I'm saying? And you pulled the source. You feel what I mean? Right. So when you come around and you talking it versus being on the phone, this your good friend. Your good friend ain't going to turn you away from the dough. 
Yeah. But when y'all sitting down, you just gotta. It's, I, I, I'm a firm believer, and it's not what you say; it's how you say it. You can say whatever you want to anybody. Mm-hmm. It's just depending on how you say it. Hence to why some people can get away with in the middle of an argument, you go bitch, and it gets took as a bad thing. But if we sitting here and we socializing and we conversate and I'm like, bitch, you take it as a good thing because it's not what I said it's how I said it. It's still the same word at the end of the day. So when you sitting here talking to them, you could be hard on them, but I'm not saying move your hands and stand up over them. No, you have to set the tone with it. And when you sitting there and he opens that door of shot, man, look at this shit right here. See, this is stuff I'm saying. I got to get this stuff fixed, man. I could be doing better. Yeah, man, you really can be doing better. I mean, I ain't want to say too much of nothing because, you know, I mess with you. You my homie. But, nah, man, the, the, the Wayne I know, nah, the Wayne I know would have, that's going to snap something in Wayne's head like, let me get back to self. Right. Let me get back to who I am because he don't got that no more. He ain't got you riding his coattail no more. Mm. From the sixth grade all the way up, you was there. Now you gone, who's there? Can't say the broad because the broad is... Tapping pockets. Right. She don't care if she don't care if he ain't got nothing. As long as the fundamentals still rolling. Right. You feel what I mean? That's show. That's the obvious. Mm-hmm. So you gotta be that friend that steps up and Nah, bro, we we finna get it together. Mm-hmm. That's why I put the two in true to you, because I wanna let people know when I accept you on as a client or I accept to work with you, it's no longer your journey, it's our journey. Right. But you're the only limit. Because I only can support you and help you, but you're gonna have to take it in and do it for yourself. Right. Number two is important. Number one is great, but number two is important because everything in life needs support. And nobody ever wants to talk about that because everybody wants to stand alone. But even a car won't go without the wheels. The food won't cook without a pan. Everything needs something to operate. Name one thing in the world that don't connect with something. Right. Because even the air evaporates, water evaporates into the air to go right into the trees to give us life. You feel what I mean? Everything goes into something. So why are we still running around the world trying to act like we can do it all on our own? We can't. Even if you got one person to say, good job every time you do something. That support goes a long way. But when you're sitting around and you don't have anybody, you lose sight of your purpose. Right. You lose sight of the action to why you should be doing it. You lose sight of the reason. You lose sight of the, the passion. You lose sight of the, the everything. So even when you hear those people that say, I ain't got no support or I ain't got nobody, they got somebody. It might not be the support that they are looking for, but they got mama. They got sister. They got daddy, grandma. They got somebody that's helping them keep going. Right. I agree. So you just got to be that somebody for them. I don't know what happened, but we done jumped up to uh, seven of them things. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate y'all for tuning in with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Appreciate it, y'all. So, yeah, man, I mean, you know, I just had to bring that up, man. Um, no, that was a good. that's a good topic because there's a lot of Wayne's in the world. It is. You know what I mean? It's a Wayne's world. It's a lot of uh-huh. Leroy over there. It's a lot of uh-huh. Leroy over there. Uh-huh. Leroy over there. Uh-huh. Leroy, Leroy over, over there. there. Uh-huh. And we're going to shout out Leroy over there. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, yeah, man, most, most definitely, though, you, you got you to gotta be that for him. And um, I learned that. My, my, see, my dude chimed in. I learned that from him. My dude Chuck right here. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Chuck, High Tower, Rebirth, Grande, Chuck Wagon. Get your meals. Get your deals. But, yeah, I learned that from him, man. I pull up on, on my guy. Um, never, I didn't know this guy. Arm and a leg. You know what I'm saying? Seen him in the gym. We connected on some fitness stuff. But then it turned into what he don't know. He's like a mentor. Because I watch him work out. I see how he goes 365 days of fitness. What? Right. What? And I'm complaining about a week? What? Nah. So you see that as motivation. Then you sit down with somebody like that. When you're going through something, and they that's the person that lets you know. I might not have liked. I might not have shared. I might not have commented. But when I sit down and talk to you, you're going to know I paid attention. And you're going to know I listened. And that's what he do. And that's I, I appreciate it because he helped me get through some 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 tough moments. Right. Just by being that person to talk to and let me know, like, hey, at the end of the day, man, people like us, we got to remember what we're doing it for. And right. we got to remember that it's people watching us. 
So if people watching us and we got people that's taken into us, they're going to respond to things the way we respond to it because that's how you that's how they feel it goes. Right. My mom told me the same thing. You can't help anybody until you completely heal yourself. Right. Otherwise, you're teaching people how to hurt. And once you teach people how to hurt, then you're teaching them the wrong way to even heal. And that's not good. So you got to get yourself in order. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, most definitely, man. I mean, that makes a huge difference. You know, and that's why you got to really be honest with what you're Greetings, saying. Greetings, Weez. I see you. Uh-huh. You know, um, honesty is the key, man. When it's all said and done, honesty is the key. And a lot of times people don't be honest with who they are as individuals. And they masquerading as something that they're not. And they get exposed down the road. And it's all a bunch of bull. Yeah, you got to... Uh... We got to help the Waynes in the world. Everybody that's, that's, that's tuning in right now, we got to help the Waynes in the world find their purpose. Right. Like, that that's, that should be the goal right now. And on that note, I am going to let people know I'm working on this course right now um, that I'm going to be offering soon. I'm still putting it all together. But it's going to be about a 10, 15-week course uh, where I'm going to be teaching the top 10 life skills of every successful person. And uh, the actual number one thing to teach on there is purpose. That's the first thing to teach is purpose. Like I said, without no purpose, you don't even know where you're going. If you go in the kitchen and right now and you start cooking, nobody's going to ask you why. If you can't ever answer the why to something, stop doing it. Right. If you don't know your why, stop. Mm -hmm. Because that means it has no purpose for you. You have to know. You got to know your why. I know. I see. Shout out them bears. You know, we watching the game up in here right now. Uh, but yeah, bro, you got to know your, you have to know your purpose, man. That's the, that's the whole key to it. And once you find your purpose, then that's when you can start to build on your self-confidence. You can start to build on your trust. You can start to build on your communication. But none of that stuff matters if you don't know where you're going right. or why you're doing it. Right. I you hear you, man. You got some, you got some words you want to wrap up here? Before we before we before we head this thing out, I know they're gonna be mad. Like, we don't wanna leave. Well, yeah, we got we, we gotta tap out, y'all. Well, you know, the only thing I wanna say is this, man. You know, everything we talked about today was dead on. Everything we talked about through the whole podcast is dead on. Uh-huh. Um, when it's all said and done, you gotta be real with yourself and real with, with with what's around you. And your surroundings also dictate how people judge you as well. You know, um, as individuals, we try to be the best we can be, and I'm speaking for me and T. Most definitely. And when it's all said and done, the people, the company that you keep, um, the places in which you frequent, um, the things in which you do are a reflection of who you are as a person. Most definitely. And working with youth, we have to be examples and leaders out here. And it's not about being perfect, uh -huh. but it's about being real and also having a conversation. Uh -huh. um, and one quick thing I want to shout out to a young man I've known for a long time. Since this young man was in fifth grade, shout out to Terry Jones. Um, he reached out to me out of the blue. This was Friday. Last Friday, he reached out to me out of the blue. He used to play AAU with my oldest son. And he just hit me out the blue like, hey, Pop, what's going on? But he'll do that like once a year. And me and him, we never hung out. You know, we keep in contact here and there through the messenger. But I just want to say how much I appreciate him reaching out because when it's all said and done, he didn't have to do that. And the fact of the matter is he did that because he sees something in me as an individual that makes him want to interact, have a conversation, get words of encouragement, things like that. You know, the stuff that he said he's doing for himself right now as far as trying to be a great dad. He has four kids, you know, and he just want to do the right thing for his children. And he was saying, you know, how much he missed interacting with a person like myself, you know, because when it's all said and done, one thing he seen was how well I was with my own children. And here's someone who, when we played basketball and stuff like that, he never had nobody come to the games, not a mother, not a father, nothing like that. So he sees, he saw the way that I interacted with mine, and even though mine took advantage of it in the wrong way because they didn't appreciate it because they were so accustomed to it. Here's someone watching from afar saying, man, I wish I had that. So I just want to shout out to Terry, man. And, you know, I, I told him through the text, man, uh -huh. he's going to be a great dad. He got four kids. I said, man, just keep doing what you're doing. He was like, Pops, man, I really appreciate it, man. I love you, man. I'm sorry I ain't been reaching out. I just been busy. So I just want to say shout out to that young man because uh -huh. he's doing the best he can do, man. 
And you know, I'm going to shout him out just because his name is Terry. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Terry, what? Terry, Terry. <laughs> but yeah, as always, we want to thank y'all for rocking with the Tea Time Podcast, where we talk topics with tea. And on Thursdays, you know, yes, I got sir. my boy. A.D., a.k.a. Deli, uh-huh. as you know me. Yeah, and as always, I'm going to leave you with the acronym. That's peace. Positive energy always creates elevation, people. That's peace, love, and prosperity. And until next time. Uh-huh. We out. out. You let your head down, you had the long day. You don't do what you want to do. Come my way, I'm not sure what you're used to, but girl, I don't play. So take another shot and roll some more green and pour a new drink. Yeah. And go throw that back, yeah, throw that back, or you know you acting up. Yeah. When you throw that back, yeah, throw that back, you know you got the eyes on you. Girl, someone to just wind on me. I see it in your eyes, you hold me. So what you gonna do? Oh